You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell continues his series on the importance of knowing your purpose. In this fourth part, Linnell asks his radio audience three questions. One, are you focused? And then number two, if you're not focused, then who's running your show? And three, why is it so hard for you to focus on the things that really matter? Linnell also takes time to reflect on gratitude. Let's join the conversation. Before I get into the show, I'll, I'll share a little bit about gratitude. I've been talking about purpose over the last few weeks. I plan to remain on purpose, but, you know, it would be remiss if I didn't share something on gratitude. And so at some point in the show, I'll do that. But tonight's topic is the importance of knowing your purpose And so if you've been listening over the last few weeks and you're like, man, seriously, we're talking about purpose again. I told you I'm doing this over the next few weeks, over the next couple of months, really. And I plan to attack it from every angle so that going into 2016, I know that you all, my listeners and those of you on Periscope who watch. You are very clear on how to reach your greatness through your purpose. So. The questions that I'm asking tonight, question number one, are you focused? Are you focused? That's the question. Question number two, if you're not focused, then who's running your show? Like, please know that if you're not focused on your stuff, on your purpose, on your thing, then somebody else is running your show. And if somebody else is running your show, that means that your aspirations, your goals are not really yours. There's somebody else's. And so I want to hit that in detail. Who's running your show? And then last but not least, why is it so hard for us to focus on the things that really matter? I mean, think about it. It's always tough to do what you should be doing unless you're like me and some others who have the opportunity to do the things that they're passionate about, you know, create a living that way. But even then, for me, it's hard. You know, there's things I should be doing that I have to work at. And so why is it hard for us to focus on the things that really matter? So, again, the three questions, are you focused? If you're not focused, who's running your show? And then three, why is it so hard for us to focus on the things that really matter? All right, so before I I get into the show, this is the last weekend in November. Like, has that clicked for anybody yet? (laughs) I mean, 2015 is almost over for real, for real. Okay. And I always, I like to do time checks. I like to do time checks because to me, there's no better way for us to be clear on what we're, what we're doing. And put that question out there again. There's no better way for us to be clear on what we're up to and what we're doing than to be very cognizant of the time and how that relates to our goals. Okay. So it's about to be December. It's almost December. And that's one month, one month left for the remainder of the year. 
And so at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I called out, hey, what are you doing in the fourth quarter? And during the fourth quarter, that's when it's time to put up your points. You know, we watch the games. You watch some of those games today. Fourth quarter is the big deal. That's how you close it out. So are you closing out your year in grand style? That's the question I want to ask before we get into the content of the show. So the past few weeks, we've been discussing what I believe is the most important topic that a life coach can cover with a human being. I think it's the most important topic that anyone can cover with a human being. And this is the topic and conversation about purpose. Now, some of you know your purpose, and if you know your purpose, I want you to really be thinking about what your purpose is and how you're living that. But for those of you who don't know your purpose, the question becomes very simply, what's your purpose? And so tonight, I want to tackle purpose from a different angle. So we've been talking about the importance of knowing your purpose. This is part three. And I want to attack it from the area of focus. For those of us who know our purpose, what are we focused on? Are we truly focused on implementing that purpose in our lives? I like that. Somebody on Periscope said, don't allow others to determine your purpose or vision. I'm going to, I'm going to hit on that because vision is a huge part. I call vision the preview to your purpose. Okay. I love that. So for your purpose, I want to attack it from the angle of what are you really truly focused on? And then if you're not focused on your purpose, like you may not know your purpose, let's at least get clear on what's running the show. Because if your purpose isn't running the show, something else is. Okay. And so let's get clear on that. But what's running the show in my life? If it's not my purpose on the planet, then what is it? And then last but not least, I want to tackle the question of why it's so hard for us to stay focused on the things that really matter. All right. So before we get into purpose, I want to share a few thoughts on Thanksgiving and gratitude. Okay. Now, for me, these type of things happen when I'm when I uh, run into individuals or friends and something happens. So I want to tell you about this story that kind of really set Thanksgiving up for me perfectly. Okay. So last week I was having lunch with a longtime friend of mine. We went to college together. And as we caught up on some of the latest details of, you know, of our lives, he shared with me a recent misfortune. Okay. And as he shared the recent misfortune, he just kind of told me in the story, he's like, look, man, the transmission just went out of my car. And uh, he said it with this disgusted look on his face. And then he went on to say, like, man, I can't catch a break. I cannot catch a break. And I feel like as soon as I get another job and I start stacking my dollars, my transmission on my car goes out. And he said it kind of just like, oh. And I, I sat up in my seat and I smiled at my friend. And I, I just looked at him. I said, look, man, sounds like a blessing to me. And... <laughs> He kind of had this smug look on his face, and he was like, really, Linnell? Like, that sounds like a blessing that my transmission just went out on my car? And so I paused for a moment, and I told him, I was like, look, brother, it's a blessing if you switch your lens. It's a blessing if you switch the lens that you want to look at your life at through the lens of gratitude. 
And so he kind of smirked for a minute, and he was like, okay, you have my attention. Like, you know, that's not enough. That wasn't enough. But he's like, you got my attention. And so then I went on to share how, look, you just told me that you just got a job. What if the transmission had gone out on the car while you were still in the job search and you didn't have those dollars stacked to go and get it fixed? And so after some persuading, you know, he reluctantly agreed. And so it got me thinking because I do believe that often we are looking at our current circumstance or situations through a lens of not enough versus a lens of gratitude or a lens of complaint, like what is there to complain about versus what is there to be thankful about? And and don't get me wrong. I mean, I have times in my life where things are tough and it's not always easy to look through a lens of gratitude. But what I believe is this. Most of us have grown so accustomed to all the many luxuries and conveniences of living in a first world country or first world nation that we offer complaints almost immediately when we encounter minor obstacles. I mean, so think about the things that we complain about. Okay. And and we've all probably seen the YouTube videos of first world problems and, and things like that. But we complain about things like traffic. We complain about things like stoplights. I mean, these are our complaints, okay? And later, I, I'm, I'm going to share with you, but, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel all over the world. I've been to over 30 countries and 260 cities across the globe, okay? And in some of these places, you know, the complaints that we have would not fly. You know, the, a complaint about, oh, there's too much traffic or complain about, I got stopped by all the stoplights. I can remember a time I was in Mumbai trying to get to the airport, and it took us two hours to go just a few miles because they did not have stoplights. And the policemen who were supposed to be directing traffic were sitting down having a cigarette. (laughs) All right? And so we complain about things, but those stoplights serve a purpose. We complain about bad drivers. We complain about cold food. I can't believe my food is cold. And I get that from a certain level of service, the food should be hot, okay? But there are people who do not know where their next meal is coming from. We complain about broken appliances. I know this well because right now our refrigerator is acting up. (laughs) I was at the point like, I was like, man, okay, Black Friday. I don't really want to buy nothing, but I might need to grab a fridge. But we're going to work it out. Oh, one of the other things we complain about is our technology. Slow Wi-Fi. Ah, it's taking forever. Or we complain about too much email or too many contacts, too many phone calls. The list goes on and on about the things that we complain about. And so we allow the inconveniences of our blessed state of being to alter our moods and change our day, causing us to lose sight of the things that really matter. The things that really matter, like health, strength, soundness of mind, like those things matter. But, you know, it's easy to lose perspective on them when you want to complain about traffic or fast Wi-Fi. 
So the same things that provide a perspective on how blessed we really are become the same things that we complain about. I mean, did you know that every year 18 million people die as a result of poverty or poverty-related circumstances? 18 million people die due to poverty or poverty-related circumstances. So somewhere right now, a mother is going hungry so she can feed her children. And somewhere else, a father is being humiliated because he cannot protect his family the way that he hoped he could. And somewhere else, a child will wake up with no access to a bathroom, and he or she will have to walk to a discreet place outside the comfort of their home to handle their biological business. And I've seen it. I spent a lot of time in India. I lived over there for a while. And I can recall once being on a train. I can't remember. I was going from Ahmedabad. No, no. I can't remember where I was going. You know, uh, Delhi to Ranthambore, which is like northern India. But at one point on the train ride, I woke up. It was like maybe 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. It was, you know, the sun was coming up and it was like dusk and the sun's coming up and I can see a little village as the train is moving. I see this village that we're going by. And as we're going by the village, I'm looking at people who are climbing up the hill and using the bathroom on our side of the tracks. Right. So they're using the bathroom as the train is going by on my side of the tracks because obviously they don't care about us. Right. We're moving on. And they want to hide themselves from the villagers. And that's the only discreet place that they can take care of their biological business. And the only reason I'm sharing this is because often we get so caught up in our blessed state of being that we don't remember how blessed we are. Okay? And we're extremely blessed. You know, along with the many wonderful travels I've had, I've witnessed poverty that will make a grown man cry. I'm telling you. Because I cried. I mean, it was that bad. It was that bad to see people living with sickness and disease and sickness and disease that you haven't witnessed, that you don't want to see. It's crazy. And we don't see it here because we're blessed with our modern cities and our modern medicine. So I suppose my exposure in a lot of ways has shifted my perspective on gratitude. And I'm sharing this tonight because this is the end of the Thanksgiving weekend or the week. And I just want to make sure that we've given this week and that day it's due. Because we have so much to be thankful for. So much. And I think often we're moving so quickly and we look right past the many blessings that we have. And we don't stop to really think about what we should be grateful for. And so even now, you know, this moment, you know, take a moment to express your gratitude about anything in your life. It could be as simple as having dry socks to wear and your dry shoes, because somewhere somebody doesn't have the pair of socks. They don't have the shoes. And if they have them, they're soaked. I'm just, I'm just dropping what I've seen and what I know. Okay. And it doesn't matter how small you may think 
the thing you're being grateful for is, just show some appreciation and gratitude aloud. Uh, I believe that it goes a long way in producing the lives that we truly want to live. I know I'm truly blessed, and I have so much to be thankful for. And of these many blessings, I'm grateful for all of you all's continued support. Uh, Those of you who listen and support the show, thank you so much. And I do hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and you continue to have a tremendous holiday season. Okay, so that's what I want to share in regards to gratitude. I had to do that. And hopefully for someone out there, it helped you shift your perspective a little bit towards gratitude, because with gratitude, that is the beginning of actually receiving the blessings that we often have coming to us. All right. All right. So now on to purpose. The importance of knowing your purpose. Are you focused? If you're not focused, who's running your show? And why is it so hard for us to focus on the things that really matter? So early in the show, I asked the question, do you know your purpose? And I asked the question, have you identified your purpose? And if you know your purpose and you know that you are living your life in fulfillment of that purpose and you know your passions and you're completely exercising those passions, that is wonderful and I want to hear from you. But I know that there's some of us who don't know our purpose and we haven't fulfilled on that purpose and we don't know our passions and we're not completely exercising the passions that we have in our life. And so my question to you is, what's getting in the way? And some of you may be thinking, man, life gets in the way. (laughs) All right. And I get that because a lot of us have a lot of things going. And my answer to that would just simply be, yeah, it does. I know it does. Newsflash, life gets in the way. But why? Why does life get in the way? And my answer to it is simply, this life is not designed for you to get things done. Like, the way we live life is not designed to get things done. If it was designed for you to get things done, then you would be getting them done. I mean, period, right? It wouldn't be hard to get done what you want to get done. And the lives we live, they've been designed to distract us. Our way of living has been completely designed to distract us, to pull our focus away, to make us think about other things other than what we truly want to think about. But before I keep going, I want to take a few phone calls. I got a couple of people lined up here. So we're going to go to Manveen. Manveen, you're on the air, brother. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, brother. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah, man. I was just I was just telling the um, the brother that took my call. Uh, I had to call in. I was uh, I was at my stop, but it's been a minute since I've spoken to you on the phone. It's been a minute since we've seen each other. But yeah, well, actually, I saw I- you. I saw you a couple of weeks. You were at the uh, Urban League Gala, weren't you? I was there for a minute, yes, sir. Yep, I saw you, and I couldn't get to you, you know, but uh, I man, did I'm, see you. I'm sorry about that. You know yeah. you know me. I try to stay in the shadows, and once I'm there, I'm gone. So <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. you blink, that's it. 
I hear you. But, brother, just, just as the, the other times that I've called, I uh, just call, no matter what your subject is, mm-hmm. I just call with encouragement for you to continue on doing what you're doing because uh, it's not easy to get on this radio and talk. And sometimes you'd be on here, you you can talk the whole show if you want to, yeah. and it flows. Yeah. So that that's not an easy thing. So um, that, it's a good job that you're doing, and I want to just encourage you to keep on doing that. And you talk about uh, – you know, um, as far as people being focused, and that's always my um, my message to people is just to stay focused. You know, yes. you, sometimes you have to. It's just like those um, those trainers for horses when they put those blinders on them. That's all they can see was, that's all, yeah. was right in front of them. Because if yep. the blinders are not on, they get easily distracted from what's on the left or what's on the right. Yep. So you just have to be like the, a horse with blinders on. And just remain what's in front of you, that Absolutely. goal. Because it's only an obstacle is when you take your eyes off the prize. So just stay focused. Amen and that's, that. that's, that's my two cents in regards to that. And my message to you is just to continue doing what you're doing, you know, as far as uh, educating and uh, inspiring people. So, man, I just have I to take my hat that. off to you and salute you as always. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for, thanks a lot right, for that phone call. Appreciate you. I, I, absolutely. Take care. Now. All right, man. All right. Always good to uh, hear from Man Bean. All right, I got Jay out of Oak Park. Jay, you are on the air with Linnell Harris. How are you? Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I want to say um, you're talking about gratitude. That mm-hmm. is an excellent um, uh, topic, excellent subject to speak on. Uh, I just feel like um, you didn't go far enough. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know. just kind of just breezed over it, and you talk about um, your time in India and gratitude, and I don't think any black person has to go all the way to India to uh, understand gratitude. Uh, you really should have stayed focused because, particularly because in this Thanksgiving um, uh, holiday, yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep things relevant. Um, black people um, built this country uh, from nothing. Uh, didn't get paid anything for it. And on top of that, you got people coming to this country uh, that, you know, they, 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 uh, my grandparents came here in 1910 or whatever, and they had nothing. And, you know, look at what I got. Uh-huh. You know, they don't show any gratitude for uh, the black people that worked for free for hundreds of years. Um, they in the history books, they say uh, slavery started in 1619. We know uh, 1555, it really started, and black people were really here before then. Right, but they right. don't, we don't speak on all the free labor. And not only that, in the civil rights movement, how we made things easier for everybody else that came over here uh, to have the right to do things. They don't recognize, mm-hmm. they don't even appreciate, they don't show any gratitude for black people losing their lives, black lives, you know, uh, just fighting, uh, just to, you know, use the same restroom. Yeah. You know, I mean, all that. I, mean, I, I, I really I, thought you was going to get into all well, of that, but well, you just kind of just touched it, and you really, I and, mean. And I said I would. I said I would. A, a, a tip of a fingernail on it, you just kind of went back to purpose. <laughs> you know, well, you purpose right now. into that and made uh, the whole Thanksgiving holiday relevant to showing gratitude to black people for all our sacrifices. Well, Jay, you, you know, know, I mean, I really wish you had gone into that because you're a brilliant brother. Yeah. You know, you're, you're very intelligent. I really wish you had gave some history and gave people some real true understanding, of, especially the people that just got here. They come right. here and they like, how come you people haven't done this? Well, Jay, Jay, you're gonna le- you gonna let me respond, brother? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You gonna let me respond? And yes, and, and, and by I'm the sorry. way, I thank you for the comments, man. I, I really thank you for the comments. You're a brilliant brother. 
sir. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I uh, so I always appreciate feedback. And, and believe me, I know that it's Thanksgiving. We just had Thanksgiving. And I thought long and hard about, okay, what am I going to share? And to tell you the truth, Jay, I wasn't going to share anything about gratitude because I'm so focused on purpose. And I'm talking about focus, you know, just happenstance. But I'm so focused on purpose, man, because if there's anything that I believe will improve our community, it's us being very clear about our own individual purpose, our own individual passions, and how those things come together to to create a synergy within our community that moves us forward unlike anything else. Gratitude is a huge part of that. And that's why I wanted to share something on gratitude as a result of it being Thanksgiving. And I've talked a lot about gratitude in the past and not so much about purpose, which is why I'm staying on purpose. For those of you who want to hear more about gratitude or read more about gratitude, you want to hear my thoughts on gratitude, you can go to inspirationalperspective.com, put gratitude in the search, and I will guarantee you that you will have a number of different blog posts come up where you can really see how I think about gratitude and how it benefits us as human beings. But, you know, Jay, thank you for the comment. I always encourage you all to share with me what's on your minds. But for me, man, right now it's about purpose. I mean, that is what I'm really, really, really focused on. And one thing about I'll say about gratitude is this. I watched Selma uh, uh, quite a few times. And in watching Selma, I agree, on Periscope, Robert, appreciate that. But I, watching Selma, one of the things that really hit me is how much was done just to secure voting rights for us, right? Just to secure the opportunity to get an education. And we may not have the best school systems here in Chicago, and we may not even have the people we want to vote for. But the fact that we don't go out and vote is heartbreaking. When you have people who were willing to put themselves in the way of bodily harm to secure that right. And when it comes to education, it's hurtful. It breaks my heart that so many of our young people aren't educating themselves. And I'm not just talking about within the school system, but even outside the system with books and the access we have to information given that it's the 21st century, that we're not taking advantage of these things to further ourselves. There's no other time in history where we've been on an equal playing field. And you might say, well, it's not equal. I say it is because I can go and garner the same information that a millionaire has. And it is up to me to take that information, make it useful knowledge, and then from there, apply that knowledge so that I can begin to make traction in my own life. And that is what I don't see. After all the progress we made, I don't see that. Somebody's saying not everyone has that opportunity. And not everyone does. There's a certain, there is a knowledge gap. But we often don't even exercise what we have 
Because I do believe that if I go after what I want, and this is my story, okay, my personal story. I don't often talk about my own struggle, but if we can just go after what we have, then that's how we get more versus complaining about what we don't have. What do we have? Let's go after that. All right. The phone lines are blowing up. All right. We might not get to the topic today, but that's all right. All right. So uh, I got Bo out of New York. Bo, you're on the air with Linnell Harris. Hey, Linnell. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Hey, I just wanted to comment about, uh, I wanted to ask you about, about the trends and and fads and what effect might the trends and fads have on an individual or an entire group of people. Oh wow. Because Good. you know what you know what, Lenell? Uh-huh. Trends and fads, you know, it's it's what make things popular and Absolutely. in America, right? Absolutely. And People spend the trends and fads, right? Uh, you know, in my opinion, are easily taken advantage of. I, I completely um, agree. I completely agree. And let me, so yeah. I, I just want to make sure the Periscope listeners know the question. So the question is my thoughts on trends and fads and how that has an impact on us. So, hey, Bo, I, I love the yeah. question. I love the question, man. And here, here are my yeah. thoughts. Here are my thoughts. Trends and fads okay. keep us going for the next thing. And what happens is then our lives become about the next thing always. And the thing that brings me joy today, right, let's say it's getting a brand new car. Like, I'm like, man, if I get that car, I will be happy. So I go and I do everything I can to get the car. I get the car. And that moment of happiness is what? Not even a week before one. You're like, man, this is expensive. This car is expensive. And two ah it's all right it's okay and so then i have to go for the next big thing so this is a lamborghini hey well i mean then it might snow <laughs> then it might snow and you're like well why did i buy a lamborghini <laughs> but hey, you get where i'm going hey, hey yeah i understand hey but look here like quick mm-hmm. right this is more serious you know than than i thought of earlier because you know, when you open up people's mind up to fads and trends, I mean, if you look at the word fad, it means it's like short for fade. I mean, fade in. I love excuse it. Me, I love fade it. In, fade out. Yep. Trends, we know definitely trends speak for itself. Yep. Something that's temporary. So we've been, uh, we, we've become a people given to things that are obsolete, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. And just for the Periscope audience, okay. Bo just shared something that was I love it. That a fad has the same in a lot of ways, this the same etymology as the word fade. Right. So fad. Fade. Right. So I, I love that, Bo. But my thought about trends and fads is it really truly is the next big thing. And I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine this a couple of hours ago because we were talking about why the reason I use the car is because he was saying, like, Linnell, so you've had your car for a while. When are you going to buy a new car? And I said, when it makes sense for me to buy a new car, right? Because if I, if I watch television, 
especially a basketball game at, at the right time on the right station, the television will tell me that now is the right time, right? Now is the time to buy a car. We have this new end-of-the-year event where you need to come out and get your car right now. It will never be like this again. And then they'll say it again and again and month after month that you this is the sell of a lifetime. This is a sell. But, and we fall for it, man. And so you got to get that car. The, car. the car I'm driving in works excellently, but just because I'm being hammered with these commercials, my present car becomes obsolete. I got to get another one. Yep. All right. Hey, Bo, I got some more callers. Really so I'm, I'm going to leave you with this one thought. I love the question, man. Thanks so much for calling in. I'm, I'm going to leave it with this one thought. On the highway of life, the highway is gray. There's nothing sexy about a highway. Think about this, okay? There is nothing sexy about a highway. It's gray, all right? But if you look at the signs that are guiding you, they're colored, green and yellow. It's telling you to go, and it's telling you to be cautious as you go. And if you, if you begin to think about the highway of life as a figurative highway, like the highways we go after, then think about it like this. As you're driving down the highway, there are billboards, and all those different billboards have colors. And the reason they have colors is because they're being very intentional about grabbing your attention. The highway is great. It's not sexy. The signs for your exits and your entrances are green and yellow. You look at them. If you're driving, you look at them, okay? And the billboards come in all types of bright colors. And if you look at your life that way, what are the billboards? And on the highway, you don't jump off every time you see a billboard you like. You don't. You keep going. And half the time, you forget about them. So why on the highway of life would you let a billboard or an advertisement or marketers dictate to you which direction you should go? Oh, my car was fine until I saw that car. Now I want that. Or my watch was fine until I saw that watch. Now I want that. Because, and I love the question and how it lines up with purpose and staying focused. Because if, I, if my purpose dictates that I need to be in a certain place financially doing certain things, and I'm constantly jumping off at all the trends and fads that Bo was talking about, then I can't get anything done. And when the real opportunity comes, I don't have the capital because I put all the capital in sexy clothes, cars, watches, and bling. The next fad or trend or the next big thing. And the thing that we bought that's big ain't going to be big tomorrow. And that's what we forget. So why not invest in ourselves and the things that really matter? All right. I'm uh, going to Eunice here on the line. Eunice, how are you? You're on the air with Linnell Harris. Hey, how are you? Um. I um, just want to speak on, I understand wholeheartedly what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and it goes deep. Oh, and yeah. I know what you know is possibly hard for you to really articulate it to everybody, so you won't sound hokey, you know. But uh, understanding paradigms, mm-hmm. environment, uh, we're all controlled by that to to some degree, to a, well, basically a large degree. And... When we understand something instead of someone just telling us what to do, mm-hmm. we pretty much can grasp it better. 
And instead of just saying, okay, drive that car. But if I get in a car and I just go all over the place, making mistakes and all this, but if we can have an understanding about ourselves and know why we do the things that we do, I think that's great. I, just, I, I know you know. I just oh, yeah, to, oh, yeah. So, so, so give, us, give us an example, Eunice. Um, for, all right, for example, um, well, why do a person do drugs? Or why, why is a person financially stable? Okay. You know, um, it has a lot to do with environment. What we see, what people say to us, what Absolutely. we take in, Absolutely. and our daily lives. Yep. You know, um, I, although we may not think it does. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't think that when we see a billboard driving down the street. That it has an know, impact on us, yeah. It has an impact. Everything oh, yeah. that we take in. Absolutely. And I think that it's very, we have to consciously think about every single thing, pretty much, you know, as much as we can, that we take into our life. Yeah. So I, I love what you're talking about. And one of the things I've had to learn to do is to actively reject subconscious messages because yes. they show up. A perfect example. One of the billboards I saw not too long ago was a Pandora billboard, right? Mm-hmm. So then my wife and I are talking and I say, do you like Pandora? And I realized I brought Pandora from the bill- <laughs> billboard into my house. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. And that's why they put it there. And so after that, I thought, wow, okay, I saw that subconsciously. It came up in my conscious conversation. Where else is that happening? And it's gotten to the point where I see something. If I feel my mind grasp it, I say, we don't need that. Don't keep that. And I might even say it out loud, especially if I'm driving alone. We don't need that. Don't keep that. Because I'm trying to make sure that my mind doesn't have any viruses or host and that's all this stuff is right that's right that's right i mean and if my mind is clean then i can actually do and function and create the way i'm looking to create so thanks so much for the phone call man hey i want to get to the one last caller but okay yeah thanks for and you're right it's deep and i've spent a lot of time on it on a show i call inputs outputs and i'll probably be spending more time on it at the beginning of the year can i say one thing five seconds yes it's, it's not. Sometimes it's not about if if, if, a, if a subject or something come come upon us is right or wrong. But if it's going to take us, will come upon us suggestions or whatever. Uh-huh. Is it going to take us in the direction that we want to go in our life? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You you said it right, man. Thanks so much for the phone call. Great call. Great call. All right. I got uh, Elijah right out of Chicago. How are you? How you doing, Mister Harris? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Yes, I, I heard you last week. Uh, I spoke on the Salim show, and we, we, he had a very moist conversation. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to you, and you was bringing up the subject of the word purpose. Yes. But are you using the purpose of uh, are you using the word as a noun or a verb or both? Um, as a noun. As a noun. So, because the way I think a lot of people are listening to you, you, you might think it's taken as a verb for intentions. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you know I'm, I'm, I'm saying? I'm, thank you for that, because I'm no, using it as a noun. You use it as a noun. As a noun, purpose, yeah, state of being, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. as a verb, it was, you can usually say, like, when we were little kids, and right. say you did something wrong, uh, uh, say you put a thumbtack in a chair, and somebody got up and said, you did that on purpose. Purpose, right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, do you tie that word in? Uh, I was asking your producer, I don't know if your producer's name is Titus. Titus, yes. Uh, do you, uh, with the A or with a U? 
uh, with the U. Okay. So, uh, 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 I mean, how he spelled his name with the right, L yeah. with the U. Yeah, T-I-T-U-S. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. so I was wondering, do you tie that, the meaning of the word purpose to destiny or fate? Ah, I, you know what? I'll answer that, and then I got to close the show. But thanks okay, for the call, well, man. Then, you know, uh, go ahead and close. How long do? How long are you on? One hour, bro. One oh, hour. Oh man. Yeah, I know. Well, let me let you go, and I'll call back next week or, or okay. whenever you are. Okay, but okay. Uh, my name's Elijah. Okay. Got it. And, I, and thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Bye bye. So to answer his question, I see purpose tied to destiny. Like you have a destiny that you're supposed to create. You're supposed to live that you were meant to be and have and then you have this default life that sometimes we never we never get to that destiny because we don't live our purpose this episode of inspirational perspective was recorded at the midway broadcasting corporation in chicago illinois on wvon 1690 am the talk of chicago thank you for listening go to the inspirational perspective facebook page and like the page Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.